ស្មោលបេប៊ីវាស់ប៉ូនអ៊ីនអ៊ាបាស្កិតអ៊ីនភ្នំពេញអ៊ីន 1973 She took care of the baby. She went to the market to, to ask, does anybody know this baby? Nobody knew this baby. So the war came to Phnom Penh. And this mother, uh, this nurse decided to save the baby and bring it to Switzerland. So the baby arrived in Switzerland in 1974. Found new parents from another nation speak another language another culture the baby grew up did good education was very smart earned a lot of money found an amazing husband <laughs> started a very beautiful family but after 40 years she decided to come back to Cambodia this is my wife Sopal it reminds me of the story in the Bible that, had, that is very similar there was a bad time when a baby was born and all the babies were being killed by the enemy but one mother she decided to save the baby she put it in a basket and she put it on the river hoping that somebody will find it somebody from another nation from another culture and will raise it and it happened it was found the baby was found and was raised in another culture when this young baby became Moses he knew he was different he connected again with his nation and he was angry at what happened and he killed two people then he fled into the desert hiding 40 years he stayed in the desert 
until God came and talked to Moses. And this is what happened. Crazy. God spoke to Moses through a burning bush. Go back to your nation. And set them free. After 40 years of being a shepherd. God spoke to him. Let's pray that God will speak to us right now. God, I pray that you will speak to me. Everyone in this room. My ears are open. My heart is open. I want to hear your voice. Amen. It's a crazy story. God speaking through the fire. And while he was speaking to Moses, Moses says, What if they don't listen to me? What if they don't listen to me? What can I do? I want to talk about the what if attitude. What if is focused on me? It's about the worries that I have in the future. Most of the worries in the future will not come true. But I think about what if. What if is something that Moses said first. And I can understand very good. Because when Sopal said, let's plant a church in Cambodia. I also said, what if it doesn't work? What if they don't like me? What if I'm not the right person? What if I never learned the language? What if they reject me? What about my children? A lot of what if. You know, I had this what if thoughts. And maybe you know these what if thoughts too. What if I am not enough? If I am too weak, too uneducated. There must be someone else that's better than me. I've been hiding in the desert for 40 years. Why me? I am not so smart. I am not strong enough. Now, it's interesting, what did God answer? God said to Moses, What is in your hand? A staff, Moses replied. Moses said, What if? God said, What is? It's a big difference. What is in your hand? A staff. 
what if are all my worries in the future what is is my situation right now it's a big difference then God said throw the staff to the ground and then it became a snake okay my magic trick for you became a live snake and then God said pick the snake up by the tail he picked it up and it became a staff alright you get the picture what is attitude is focused on God Moses was a shepherd and for 40 years he was around the sheep what if for 40 years he was hiding and God says what is in your hand and he made the staff come a snake then he touched it and it became a staff. You know, God will never ask you to do something that you cannot do. God doesn't want you to be or doesn't need you to be Superman. God doesn't expect you to be Spider-Man. God doesn't want you to have superpowers like Wonder Woman. To be technically advanced like Iron Man or as strong as Hulk. Okay, I think you got the point. Okay. But something we all have in our hands is time abilities money everyone has that some more some less but we all have what does the snake mean let's look at this snake during the time of Moses there were vipers like this snake and a lot of cobras like this one now a cobra is the symbol of a conqueror. The king during this time, he had the cobra on his crown. Also, if you look around here in the city, the cobra is a, is a symbol of strength, a symbol of power. This is what the cobra represents. And God says to Moses, pick it up the tail everyone knows a cobra is not good to touch at the tail if you want to catch a cobra you need to do it behind the neck but God says touch it by the tail because you will conquer with my power amen Amen. and then it becomes something else God can change everything 
Amen. I want to take you back to three years ago when we arrived with our family. I looked so much younger. My kids could barely walk. We knew two families in this city. Uh, one family was family Schwartz. Beautiful Barbara. Yes. She is married to a husband named Connie. And they have a great family. They have been a part of our vision to start this church with us from the front. Actually, they were praying for this before. And they were saying, God, tell Andy and Sopal in the desert to finally take the staff and come back. Lot has changed. The church has changed. The church are people that have done a transformation. One of the first ladies was the She was an English teacher. What if she just stayed an English teacher? But she became a translator in our church. She started to learn how to lead others. And now she is a ministry leader. That teaches other people how to become leaders. A huge transformation. What if Dara was just a visitor who didn't finish his high school? But through the power of Jesus came a leader of the cycling team. He leads the teenagers every Saturday in the celebration. As I was worshipping, I thought of Muikia. You know, two years ago, she made a mojito for me in the bar. And yesterday was her birthday. And she heard her first message preaching the gospel to 200 teenagers. Amazing. From the first day till today. Our mission is to bring the good news, the love of Jesus to the people in Siamir. And I want to take a few minutes to look back at what God has done with this church. It's been an incredible two years. We baptized 143 people already. And just in the last year, our church has grown. Since one year, from 327 people, all the way to 752. This is in one year plus 425. And most of these are children. Jesus loves children. And their future. Jesus will direct. Also, we have been working in the villages. 
we started with just the 70 families and 27 kids and in August we have 147 families that and we work with and 289 kids Amen. Amen You know the gospel of Jesus is good news for everyone in every situation It's good news if you are rich or poor if you have big problems or small problems the gospel of Jesus is good news in your life and at the end it brings hope hope into your future the future that you have this year, next year the rest of your life here but even beyond that where you will spend eternity in heaven with God. This is good news. There's a lot of people that are like Moses that say, what if I stay poor? What if I never finish school? What if nothing changes? What if no one loves me? What if I never have a family? To you, Jesus says, you belong to him. You are a winner. You are not your mistakes. You are a blessing to others. This is what you are. So the question is, how do you get from what if to what is? I want to make this very simple. Because this describes the good news. First of all, God loves you so much that He will do whatever He can to have you love Him back. But for us, it's impossible to love God back. Because God is without sin. But we are with sin. We are separated from God. Sin in our life separates us from God. So whatever we do, we will never reach God's heart. That's why God made a way. He sent His Son, Jesus, to become a man to take all our sins take it to the cross die and pay the price for our sins whoever accepts this will have forgiveness the question is do you accept the forgiveness of Jesus 
so you can give love back to God and receive the love of God in your life if you look at it as the whole story it's nothing complicated God is love He loves you and me we are separated because of our mistakes but through Jesus we can have forgiveness but it takes a choice what choice will you make and all it takes is to say yes I am a sinner I need forgiveness I accept the forgiveness of Jesus for my sins I want to live a life in a relationship with God this is all it takes I want to take a time of prayer and if you feel in your heart that you want to make this decision today hope will be in your future just close your eyes put your hand on your heart Jesus you know me you know what I have done I know you love me but I have made many mistakes I ask you to forgive me forgive my mistakes I accept the forgiveness of Jesus you paid for all of my mistakes and my heart is washed clean again I want to follow you Jesus I want you to be my king because you love me first and your love is never ending thank you Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. God bless you.